Welcome to the Feel Good Running Podcast, where our goal is to keep you motivated, inspired, and energized. As a runner, or perhaps you are looking for the right motivation to become one, you've definitely found the right place. We share inspirational stories from real runners, motivating running-related information, and much more to help you feel good about your running. And now your host and a longtime Feel Good Runner himself, Jim Lynch. Hello, runners, everybody out there in the running world. How are you doing today? My name is Jim Lynch. This is my podcast, Feel Good Running. And welcome to episode number 21. And this is January's running news and a big announcement. Yep, a big announcement. So how's everybody doing? Are you doing well with your running? I know that there's been a couple races in January. You had the Disney Marathon, Houston, big one. And even out here on Maui was the Maui Oceanfront Marathon that uh, we're not part of, but a gentleman by the name of Les Wright puts it on. It appears to have been a great event. Some of the runners that I run with uh, for our Wednesday night group, they ran it and did very well. So all in all, it was a good day. And if you personally did any races in January, I hope you met your goal that you wanted. And if not, there's always other races. And if you're brand new to running, I hope you're sticking with it. You're already through one month and you should be seeing some results that you're happy with. And if you're just out running or training for a spring race, well, I hope That's all working out. I know sometimes in the winter it's tough because you've got the snow and the motivation level drops to go outside. But if you stick with it, you'll see results. All right. Do we need a drum roll? I don't know. Okay, okay, here's a drum roll. So the big announcement is this. After eight years on this beautiful island of Maui, Myself, and I'm taking Feel Good Running with me, we're leaving. We're leaving the island and we're heading east. We're going to Denver, Colorado. Yep, moving to Denver, Colorado. I'm trading in my board shorts for snow pants. I'm trading in my slippers. That's what they call flip-flops here for snowshoes or warm things in my shoes. Long sleeve shirts and long pants and a jacket and a hat and some gloves. That's my trade from Maui to Denver. And I am excited as heck. But in the same note, I'm pretty sad because I love Maui. I love it out here very much. I love the people out here. I love the culture. I love the weather, of course. It's not going to not like the weather. And uh, I'm going to especially miss my running friends. I was involved with the running community for many years here. And I'm giving it all up. My co race director of the Maui Marathon and vice president of Valley Out Roadrunners. I've resigned from all that and I'm going to go back to Denver. And then my Wednesday night running group, which I love so much out here. Oh my gosh. I hope it continues. We get almost 40 people a week now. And I love that Wednesday night running group. We have so much fun. And then we go have pizza and refreshments afterwards. I'm going to miss it very much. And, and all the people that were involved especially Kathleen Kenny, who has been my right-hand person for the Wednesday night run. She backs me up anytime I'm out of town or can't make it. And she always proofed the newsletter that I put out every week. So between Kathleen and Josh, I hope it 
it all continues. I'm going to keep Kathleen in the fold, though, because I'm going to have her help me with my show notes for this podcast. Because you know what? I can't do it all myself, even though I have. So there's no way I'm letting her get away. All right. Besides that, I have dear friends here. I really do. So just know that I am going to miss the island and I'm going to miss each and every one of you that have been close or part of my life here. And I want you to know that if I did not see you before I left, it's not because I didn't want to see you. It's because I ran out of time. So forgive me if we didn't get together. But rest assured, I will remember you. And thank you. Thank you for making me feel welcome for eight years. Denver. I moved here from Denver in 2012. It's been a great ride. Had some rough patches out here in uh, Maui, personal rough patches, but uh, survived those rough patches. But I'm moving back to Denver. And the reason I'm moving back to Denver is because a little career stuff going on. And I got a little family thing going there with uh, two little grandkids that uh, I'm very much wanting to be a part of their life. And um, and my stepdaughter and her husband and my stepson and his wife too. I'm, I'm just looking forward to being around them. And then I have a nice core group of friends in Denver from running days and they're still running. Thank heavens. And so I'll pop back into that and somehow weasel my way into the Denver running scene. And uh, and then taking Feel Good Running, I'm going to be able to bring you some good interviews with some people out there. You know, there's a lot of runners I can pull from. And then you know what? You know, the other thing that I am really excited about is I can actually start running again. I've uh, given up a lot of my running to put on running, putting a lot of my time into volunteering in the running community and putting on with John Emerson and our committee, the Maui Marathon. It's taken up a lot of my time and it's taken me away from my own personal running. So I love running and I want to get back into it and and get back that experience of that nice, cold, crisp Denver air. And I want to grow Feel Good Running podcast. And I think it's really good to do that on the mainland. And who knows, maybe I'll pop over to some races in different states and be able to interview some people and just keep bringing you quality conversations with some very inspirational and motivational people. So I am excited as heck to move to Denver. I'm sad to be leaving Maui, but, you know, I'll come back. Come back and visit. I certainly will. And I wanted to do this off the cuff. I didn't... uh, write anything down. I just wanted to say whatever I could say from the heart. And it's a little bit choppier than how I normally open a podcast episode. So thank you for for listening to my choppiness. Anyways, that's a big announcement. And uh, there may be a small delay, just a small delay um, in the next episode, which I'll tell you a little bit about later on in the show as we close what that's going to be about. And uh, just uh, understand that I'm uh, moving. Um, I got, you know, when you're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and all you are is surrounded by water and beauty, of course, beauty everywhere, it's not as easy to get off the island. It's easy to get on because you just bring a suitcase. But then when you're here, you accumulate stuff and all that. And it's really sometimes tough. So anyways, thanks for your understanding. I'll try to keep things going and flowing for you. And uh, again, I am... Uh, I'm so thankful for you to listen to this podcast. It's grown in the last year, a little over a year. I'm getting more and more and more people listening to this every single episode. And now moving to the mainland, I think I'm, uh, 
I'm going to even be able to bring you a better podcast with some very interesting people and some wonderful stories. And I can do a lot more conversations in person as opposed to being on Skype. All right, I'm done blabbing. I am done blabbing and we need to get to January's news because we got some great, great stories in there. So enjoy this episode. Next time that I'm uh, opening a segment, I'm going to be opening it from my new place in Denver, Colorado. I will be located in the Stapleton area. Don't look for me. I'm going to be incognito. I'm just kidding. Really excited about it. And I hope you welcome me in Denver as much as Maui has welcomed me here. All right, let's get on with this episode's mini-sode running news. Searching anywhere and everywhere, here is this episode's feel-good running news. So I receive running news stories every day, and this story keeps coming up again and again and again, and it has for the last couple weeks, but I thought I'd bring it to you. Might have heard about it. According to a new study published in the Journal of American College and Cardiology, it appears that training for and running a marathon was associated with reversing age-related stiffening of the body's main artery, the aorta, and also helped to reduce blood pressure. The study consisted of 138 people that ran the London Marathon in 2016 and 2017. The participants did not have any pre-existing heart disease or serious medical history, and none of them ran a marathon before and actually did not exceed two hours of running a week prior to this study. The mix seemed to be split, half male, half female, and the average age of the participants was 37 years old. Prior to the beginning of their marathon training, there were certain things measured such as blood pressure and aortic stiffness. Of course, all of these runners trained for the marathon per a beginner training plan that consisted of 17 weeks and three runs per week. It seems a little light in my opinion. I'd probably push it up a little bit more to like four or five runs per week. Anyways, I'm sure they knew what they were doing and the weekly exercise intensified each week as they progressed. And some of these runners made adjustments in their diet and their sleeping habits. The average time finishing the marathon was men four hours and 50 minutes and women five hours and 40 minutes. The measurements were again taken between one and three weeks after the marathon and researchers found that both blood pressure and aortic stiffness had reduced in these first-time marathon runners. And the changes in aortic stiffness were equivalent to an astonishing four-year decrease in vascular age. Older, slower runners, like me, saw the most improvement. Yay, me! So it's obvious it's never too late to start. In just six short months, it is now proven that it is possible to reverse the aging on our blood vessels and blood pressure with exercise. This is great news for runners, but as we all know, it's no guarantee. When it's our time, it is our time, right? Because none of us really get out of this thing called life alive. 
Back in episode five, my guest was Ben Blows from the UK. He ran the London Marathon with a household appliance strapped to his back, a 55-pound tumble dryer to be exact. He was going for a spot in the Guinness Book of World Records. Now, that was a crazy story, but Ben is an amazing, crazy guy, and the Guinness Book of World Records is what he was striving for, and that's what he wanted. Well, 45-year-old Kobe McGrew of Surprise, Arizona, was not looking to set a Guinness record. Kobe carried a 50-pound log in the Arizona Rock and Roll Marathon in Phoenix in early January. His reason was selfless and very admirable, simply in honor of fallen first responders. Last year, the Tempe Valley Police lost one of their own in a traffic collision. Cody's family has ties to the law enforcement community, and even his girlfriend is a daughter of a fallen officer. Well, Cody found this log on a hike in California, and he adopted it. Now, Cody ran last year with this log at the Phoenix Rock and Roll Half Marathon, and he did it again a few weeks ago this January. And while running the race, he keeps it on his left shoulder and will take a break at times when people want to see it. Some people comment that they lost a family member in the line of duty, or maybe a family member is currently a police officer still serving the community. Cody brings a Sharpie or marker so people can sign their loved one's name on the log. This is really a special and wonderful thing that Cody does. He finished the Arizona Rock and Roll Half Marathon this month in two hours and 33 minutes and 41 seconds. You know, it never ceases to amaze me the passion and stories of selfless runners and what they do in honor of and for others. And it is definitely not for themselves. And please, that's not any disrespect to Ben in episode number five, because he was going for a Guinness Book of World Records or any other runner out there that's trying to do something to break a record. Nothing wrong with that. But there are so many runners out there that are there to honor somebody, whether it's a loved one that passed away or a fallen police officer or fireman or whomever it may be. And they run that race in their own way for others. And so, Cody, thank you so so much for your sacrifice by carrying that log in honor of those fallen officers. You are amazing and we appreciate you. Running has changed so many lives and no doubt saved lives. I see it all the time and since starting this podcast have discovered more and more inspiring stories of people that attribute running as their saving grace. I've even had some on as a guest and I am touched by all of them and their stories. Amir Ishmael and Mike McCainy are both from Texas and don't know each other. Both gentlemen lost a massive amount of weight, changed their body, changed their mind and ultimately changed their life. And both of these gentlemen crossed the finish line just a few weeks ago at the Chevron Houston Marathon. So Amir, at his peak three years ago, weighed 470 pounds. He took a bet that he could eat 18 hot dogs in one sitting at a Houston Astros game. He won that bet, and though he laughed about it, pictures were being posted on Facebook, and he realized it was not funny and that he was a joke. Actually, kind of a freak show. His self-esteem and feeling of self-worth was at a low. Amir decided to change his life and started taking baby steps to take control of his health. He did it by eating right and exercising. And it was not without issues. 
He suffered a tear to his knee's ACL after falling off a mechanical bull at an office party. Then he had a ski accident where he ruptured his spleen and had surgery. But Amir recovered by being determined and mentally focused. Six months after his spleen surgery, he started running in addition to doing intense gym strengthening exercises. Running his first mile ever a year ago, he focused on the goal of running the Houston Marathon. Amir is a healthy individual today. His decision to lose that weight in his early 20s may have lengthened his natural life by a decade. He has lost almost half his weight, over 220 pounds. And yes, Amir crossed the finish line of the Houston Marathon this year, a few weeks ago, in a time of six hours and eight minutes. Now, in the same vein, 45-year-old Mike McCainy of Lufkin, Texas, did not like what he saw in the mirror. In January of 2019, he weighed 346 pounds. This was shortly and sadly after his father passed away on Christmas Eve of 2018. And his dad's one wish for his son, Mike, was to get healthy. So with his support group, including his wife who cooked healthy meals, he changed his eating habits and started exercising daily. While he was on his weight loss journey, he had the idea of running a marathon and chose the Chevron Houston Marathon as his target race. He talked to a local Lufkin coach, Jerry Boyd, and they made a plan. Now folks, keep in mind, Mike started his journey only a year ago and has lost 160 pounds and fell in love with running. And he crossed the finish line of the Chevron Houston Marathon a few weeks ago in an amazing time of four hours and 30 minutes and 20 seconds. I would take that time any day. Good job on that time. Mike loves the racing community's camaraderie and his next goal is to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And I have no doubt you'll do that, Mike. Now, both Amir and Mike knew that they needed to change their life and made a decision to do so and kept that commitment to themselves. They did it by eating right, exercising and running. And of course, staying focused and motivated. And as the weight falls off your body, you look in the mirror and you start liking what you see. They had determination and never gave up, and both of these fine gentlemen made it to the finish line of the Houston Marathon. And that is something that they should be very proud of. And I can just imagine how happy their family and friends are for them. They are both another amazing example of how running can change a life, and that you can do it too. Some of you newer listeners may have already started with your New Year's resolution, and maybe some of you haven't. And if you haven't, what are you waiting for? Congratulations, Amir and Mike, and thank you for inspiring others. You both, in my book, are total rock stars. When my friend and I completed our 50-state marathon journey, it took us eight and a half years. We finished on October 21st, 2006 at the Breakers Marathon in Newport, Rhode Island. If you look on the 50 State Marathon Club website, I was the 277th person to finish and my friend David was 278. Now there are 1,600 finishers. To this day, this is still one of my proudest accomplishments and to have done this journey with a friend was even more special. 
Well, imagine doing a half marathon in all 50 states in just five years. Okay, so you're thinking, a lot of people have done that, right? No big deal, you say. All right, then. Imagine this person has finished a half marathon in all 50 states in five years, and he's only 11 years old. Yep, I believe you heard me correct. Aiden Hawkes from Montgomery, Illinois, is only 11 years old. Well, that is a mind blower, right? 11 years old, and he is the youngest person to ever accomplish this. Aiden was six years old and wanted to run a half marathon for the shiny medal like the ones his grandmother Kathleen Taylor had. So he did. And Aiden was also obsessed with the Guinness Book of World Records. So he kept asking his grandmother if he could run a half marathon with her. And by the way, Kathleen is a two-time cancer survivor. So after Aiden continually asked his grandma if he could run a half marathon with her, she finally said yes. And on March 14th, 2015, Aiden ran his first half marathon at the Sarasota Half Marathon and in a time of three hours and 16 minutes and 57 seconds. And he was a young six years old. And he never stopped after that laser focused on his goal of running all 50 states. Looking at his results, Aiden runs most of his races somewhere between two hours and 50 minutes and three hours and 45 minutes. And he has a tender spot for dogs. During his races, he will actually stop to pet a dog and has done so close to 100 times during the races. Aiden finished his 50th state in Des Moines, Iowa on October 20th of last year in a time of three Three hours, 34 minutes and 51 seconds. And to have run all these half marathons with his grandmother is nothing short of amazing. And by the way, since I live in Hawaii, I wanted to find out what half marathon he did here. And in 2016, when he was seven years old, this was on September 4th of 2016, he did the Kauai half marathon and ran that in two hours and 57 minutes. This is a very beautiful half marathon, which I've done. I've done the marathon too. But two hours and 57 minutes for a seven-year-old is phenomenal. Now, as time goes on, I have absolutely no doubt that Aiden will get faster and faster. Aiden is a very special young man and will go far in life. And Catherine is a special woman for inspiring Aiden and making it possible that they could both enjoy and go on this journey together. Now again, Aiden is the youngest person to ever accomplish this and soon it will be verified and his name will be in the Guinness Book of World Records at 11 years old. A goal that he wanted to achieve and he did. Now you can find links for articles and videos of Aiden in the show notes at feelgoodrunning.com. That's feelgoodrunning.com. Definitely worth checking out to hear Aiden talk about running in his own words. Such a wonderful story. Such an awesome little dude. Good job, man. Oh man, I think it's a little cold in here. You know, I lived in Wisconsin several years ago. First in Sheboygan, then Appleton, and finally Kenosha. Kenosha is next to Racine, and some crazy people jump into Lake Michigan from North Beach to bring in the new year. Actually, these polar bear things are quite popular. Insane, but popular. You sometimes wonder, what the heck are people thinking? Well, the Racine Yacht Club hosted a thing called the Splash and Dash. This event is in its ninth year, but this is the first year for the run portion. 
Over 100 people participated in the 5K run and walk. And normally, it is just a bunch of crazy people jumping into the water at noon on New Year's Day. But this year, the run was added. And afterwards, runners can cool off in the 34-degree Lake Michigan water. Doesn't that sound awesome? An organization based in Racine called 5K Events and founder Patrick Flynn helped organize it. Good stuff, Patrick. We need people like you to organize runs, even if some of them do jump into Lake Michigan afterwards on January 1st in the freezing, freezing cold. Now, according to the article that I read, Emily Reisman did the run and jumped into the water. She can't swim. And she said when she felt the water first hit her body, she thought, this is crazy. You think? Well, the splash and dash was on Emily's bucket list, and she said she is going to look to do both the run and the jump in the future. Well, I scanned my bucket list, and there is no sign of a splash and dash in Racine, Wisconsin on it anywhere. However, what I would do is just fill up my bucket with hot water and soak my feet. Though I am joking, this is a wonderful event. The Racine Yacht Club collects food and raises money to support local Racine charities. And the charities that benefited this year are the Racine County Food Bank, Homeless Assistance Leadership Organization, the Hospitality Center, and the Kiwanis Club Sponsorship Program. In 2019, $5,000 was raised, and I'm sure that amount was exceeded this year. These are all good causes, so my hat, shirt, and pants are off to you folks that spend your valuable, precious time organizing this event. But I think I will keep my Speedo on if you don't mind. Well, digging a little deeper, I might have found something that is much more appealing. And that is the Racine Yacht Club is open to the public that day and has a spacious facility where there's a perfect view that you can watch these crazy people jumping into Lake Michigan. And as an added attraction, there's many TVs to watch football games and it has a full service bar and restaurant and it is warm. I'm a runner. Everybody knows that. That Yacht Club, perfect view of watching people jumping into Lake Michigan while being warm and drinking a warm beverage sounds awfully appealing. Just saying, maybe, just maybe, I am a wimp. And that would be a warm wimp. Here is a running quote to keep you inspired and feeling good. Okay, runners, now it is time for this Minnesota's inspirational quote. And this is right from Aiden Hawkes, the 11-year-old that just completed a half marathon in every state. Yes, this quote is from an 11-year-old. When you hear it, it's coming from an 11-year-old. Just think about that. All right, here it is. Never doubt yourself. Always believe in what you can do and don't ever think you can't do something. Always try and try and do it. It's an 11-year-old. How can an 11-year-old be so prolific and positive? Tell you what, man, Aiden is something. And think about his words. And look what he has accomplished at 11 years old. Let me read this again. Never doubt yourself. Always believe in what you can do. And don't ever think you can't do something. Always try and try and do it. Man, you know what? Incorporate that into your life. I am. I mean... I just am blown away by this kid. 11 years old. Amazing. 
All right, runners, that's it for this episode. Remember, you can find out more about the stories that you heard in this mini-sode in the show notes, and you can check out the links that I put there. And that is at feelgoodrunning.com. You just have to go into the episode, feelgoodrunning.com. And I know you like these running news mini-sodes, so share them with your running friends, your other friends, and your family. And share on social media. It will help the show to grow. Because guess what? If nobody knows, Feel Good Running Podcast will not grow. All right, that's it for me on Maui, folks. I'm sure going to miss Maui and all my friends and running friends and my involvement in the running community and the life that I had here for the last eight years. It's hard to leave, but I'm really looking forward to what's coming up. So, runners... This is my adios, a hooey ho, they say out here. I'll be heading to Denver mid-February, but before I leave, I am recording my final episode on the island with the core runners from my Kihei Wednesday night running group. It's going to be a lot of fun. Completely unscripted. We're going to do it from What Ails You, which is a brew pub in Kihei. There's a term out here in Hawaii called talk story, and that's all we're going to do is sit around and talk story. You're going to love these runners. And as a matter of fact, I mean, they're they're just my dearest running friends out here. And as we are talking, you'll probably relate. You'll see a little bit of yourself in these conversations that we have. It's, I'm just looking forward to it. We're going to do it this coming up weekend. And so look forward in a few weeks. If there's a little bit of a break between episodes, it's because I'm moving. I'm leaving the middle of the Pacific Ocean and going to Denver, Colorado. And I am so excited. I can't wait to get there. And I hope if you're listening in Denver that you'll reach out to me or somehow our running paths will cross. And maybe, just maybe, I can have you on as a guest. I really look forward to it. Well, that's it, runners. And as I always say, just show up and always, always feel good about your running. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Please consider sharing this podcast with your running friends and spread the feel-good running vibe around you. Head over to feelgoodrunning.com to access all the links and resources mentioned on the show. Until next time, keep motivated, keep focused, and, and keep on running. It is sure to make you, well, feel good. Feel good.